are now listening to Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Tune in to our live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following live broadcast may now be suitable for all ages. The views expressed in this show are solely those of the individual providing them and do not represent the opinion of the station, website, or any affiliated partners. Audience discretion is advised. to tonight's episode of Beyond the Veil, the Secret World podcast. I'm Antita, and joining me tonight, we have Griff. Hello. And Ocho. Hey, everybody. How's it going out there? A big shout out to our peeps in Agartha, who are our faithful listeners for a long time. Hi, Mama. <laughs> and there's Caleb and Illy. Hello, guys and a whole bunch of other people here. So thank you guys for joining us. Um, don't know if some of you have uh, just tuned in for the very first time. Welcome, especially to you, I guess. And thank you to all of uh, our Twitch uh, listeners who are listening to us live right now. Feel free to participate in the discussion in our Twitch channel. Yes, and happy St. Patty's Day, of course. <laughs> well, we don't have uh, green mounts. Uh, do we Do we have any, any kind of green mounts in the game? Oh, good question. I don't think so. I know there's those little Vespas that might be, but I don't have it in green color. So, yeah, you can look at Mama. She's all decked out uh, in greens. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Oh, see, see, over here it's tomorrow, so I'm, I, I wasn't prepared at all. <laughs> but it is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. I'm just uh, reading. What, well, <laughs> technically, it is tomorrow in Australia, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you know, don't worry, Mama. We'll be celebrating tomorrow. Kind of caught me off guard as well because I was like, oh, I don't know if it was today. <laughs> Boing. Okie dokie. Yeah. Um, how are you today? Today, Blah. I, I really need to find my words today. Uh, I have been uh, ill for the last little while. So I'm just getting better now. Sniff, sniff. Aww. You can so, do it. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I have faith. Yes, I can. <laughs> it's funny because uh, we were talking earlier and uh, you mentioned uh, something and then you said, Ocho, 
yeah. Oh, we mentioned the daylight savings time, right? So you were like, yeah, we've had it for ages. And my mind is so turned toward TSW right now that I heard ages. And I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> a new daylight savings time ages? Man, I've been grinding that little sucker for a long time. And it just, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm alright, I'm waiting for nice weather again. We've been, uh, where I'm at, we've had, like, nice weather for maybe a week, and then we get positively dumped on with snow again. Yeah, oh yeah. I felt and that storm yeah. too. <laughs> we've been having nothing but snow in March. <laughs> I'm just wondering. And apparently, it's gonna be snowing still, so it's like, whoa, where, when is the beginning of spring again? Oh, crap, we're still in winter time. <laughs> oh, you're in Canada, so you're your spring is basically our winter, so that's, I mean, that's all right. Yeah, uh, n n no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> like I told you before the show, I'm north, more north than you, but I'm not that north. <laughs> that much up far, far you don't up have, You don't have penguins just hanging around? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, right now... Uh, we could have if we had, like, some sort of a polar shift. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another one of those, yeah. <laughs> yes, let's rewind back to 2012 hype. <laughs> That's Which actually polar vortex. Be... <laughs> All talking at once, having opinions and thoughts. Go ahead, Grip. Oh, that's one of the things I always feel bad for when we get kind of off and on in very belated snow, because some of the birds will start coming back, and I feel so bad for them, because they, they flew back, and then they get snow. They come back? What the hell were they thinking? I thought they had, like, not just the 6th, but the 7th, and 8th, and ninth and 10th <laughs> cents. Dang it. If they can go get wrong, no wonder that freaking animal, what was it, the groundhog that predicted early yeah. spring? I'm like, by what? Like a day? It's just crazy. But okay, so enough talk about the weather. We are here to talk about TSW. And uh, well, we weren't on last week, so <laughs> technically it was only one of our shows. Uh, the one previous, previous to this one, uh, two weeks ago that we talked about the big, 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 big filthy elephant in the room, which turned out to be the relaunch, as we've come to understand. Now, uh, there's been no official news just yet. Um, the only little tidbit of, uh, of, let's call it an quote-unquote official news that we got was uh, during the live stream that the Funcom team had uh, from PAX East on TSW. And uh, I'm not sure... I. I have to admit, I didn't watch it, but we caught this info, Griff caught it on on the forums. And uh, what did what did it say, Griff? Um, the post on the forums said that Oda, or actually rather, Oda Nopter not learning how to spell this, stated that the next info about the Secret World update will be made available at the end of the month. Radio silence until then. And that was... Did, did, did you actually know how to pronounce that? Is that Mar Martian Tobey? Martian... Mar <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm <sorry for laughs> so bad pronouncing I'm screen always, names. Yes, I'm always scared I'm going to butcher someone's name, so apologies. Uh, M. Tobey, how about that? 
Tobey. Okay, no, and Tobey, that sounds mispronouncing good. Tobey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, but they, they had said on the forums that um, we should at least have news at the end of the month. So that'll be awesome. Cool. So we're like halfway, more than halfway in. So two weeks to go. We could do that. Well, we have to. <laughs> yeah, we have to. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably manage somehow. Yes, we will. And, uh, well, we'll talk a little bit about the relaunch uh, as well. Um, we, of course, talked quite a bit about it uh, on the previous episode. But in a fresh bit of news coming out of TSW, and that happened yesterday, um, we did mention in previous episodes that there is a post advertised for a community manager. Um, and uh, we got word from Andy at that point in time, not long after uh, that episode, uh, that this was actually a position in addition to his. So we knew that this, uh, this must mean just good things. And uh, we have gotten word yesterday that Spinosaur, one of the GMs that we have been petitioning in game, has actually become one of our newest uh, community members of the community management team. So congratulations to Spinosaur. Yes. So go give her a follow on Twitter, especially, because she only has 24 followers. No, 150 followers, so go follow her. Don't worry. All those are peers with Twitter accounts. They're going to flock over there. <laughs> <laughs> there is a post on the, um, a thread on the forums as well, uh, where she introduces herself. Uh, and uh, we will, of course, like we did with Andy, we'll try to uh, get her to come on the show and to so that we can grill her and, you know, deal, ask her all sorts of very, very important questions. Like, how do you feel about pancakes? Yes. Well, we know <laughs> that she loves cats, but uh, she, while she did have cats before, she doesn't have any now. Uh-huh. Yes. And of course, uh, all the people who love the dogs are like, well, dogs are cute too. <laughs> that was adorable. <laughs> so yes, welcome to the crazy, crazy TSW community where, um, well, we all love to be passionate about things, don't we? <laughs> Passionate's a good word. Yes. You know how they, uh, sometimes they, uh, they single people out and go like, oh man, he's quite, he or she is quite a character. And I'm like, you know what? That is not a bad thing. <laughs> it's oh, better to be that than to be lost in the crowd. That's fair. Um, no, well, while we're talking about positions in Funcom, uh, Joel also retweeted today a tweet from Funcom saying they've got several open positions at both their Oslo and Durham studios. Everything from art to programming. So if anybody's interested in that, um, it's jobs.funcom.com. And Norway seems like a good option right now, so... Yeah, oh. yeah, it does. <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually in Joel's tweet. He says, I'm, apply, I'm apply, apply. Norway. Norway is a great place to live. Summer's coming. Life will be sweet. 
Sure, so we fucking go there for the summer and then we're like, yeah, nah. <laughs> I, I don't really like it here anymore. Yeah. yeah, the winter on the other hand. We just won't talk about winter. Right. So, uh, and actually before, didn't, did he not mention on our show that, or he mentioned somewhere in a post or something that I read uh, about living there. He, he made a few funny, funny remarks. Well, you know, New Zealander coming all the way <laughs> to snowy Norway. Hmm. Must, have been, uh, must have been a few uh, funny stories in there, as there usually are. Um, now, what other bit of news do we have until we actually get to the more pressing things, of course? Gravity skates. Well, Golden Week concluded. That only lasted for a week, so that was done like eight days ago, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, last week. So um, that undoubtedly was uh, provided a little bit of uh, distraction and uh, fun golem fighting, if you had the FPS for it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, also, hopefully, those uh, players who are new, who are still uh, trying to get as much AP and SP for their ability wheel and, uh, you know, to, to get all those skill points um, up there uh, to level 10 or even further to level 11, um, have managed to make quite a significant dent in there. Uh, we did mention before that these type of events uh, are an absolute uh, great way to advance your character uh, learning new skills because you end up getting quite a bit of uh, AP regardless of the level that your character is on from just killing one golem and there were no cooldowns uh, during this past golden uh, week so you could just be added from one to the other stay in the zone kill the same golem again and again and again so it hopefully uh, it advanced you when it came to filling out your ability wheel and working your way toward the panoptic core outfit that you get for completing the wheel. Was the was the HP on them pretty balanced this time? I, I missed this event. Um, mm -hmm. It seemed alright. Sad me, but okay, that's that's good because I know there's there's been a few world events where they kind of had to adjust things. That's that's good that they had it uh, balanced there. Yeah. Uh, talk about that and talk about Spinosaur uh, becoming <laughs> a new CM. Uh, <laughs> I was, I nearly wanted to uh, post that uh, she should watch those zeros um, <laughs> when doing stuff in game because remember how Andy, like one of the, f he was fairly new to the community management uh, at that point in time, and he put like. Uh, how many it was 170 million health for super hell oh, yeah. Some, something like that it, Throw an it extra was couple like, zeros on the end and yeah yeah <laughs> and it was supposed to be what or was it 70 million instead of seven or something like that in any case he added a zero and uh then well as he told us on on the show when we interviewed him he had to go and be like uh I made a boo-boo. <laughs> I'm terribly <laughs> sorry about that. 
So yeah, it lasted for a whole day and people were scratching heads and we were like, why, 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 why would you give this much health? <laughs> and then when we found out, it was like, ah, <laughs> welcome to the community, Andy. <laughs> that was hilarious. So yeah, watch those zeros, Pinosaur. And the semicolons. <laughs> we always have to be wary of the rogue semicolons. <laughs> right. So... In addition to that, we do have the uh, Gravity Skates Challenge uh, that is still going on until March 19th. So three days from now, or in case of all of you guys who are down under, uh, two days from now, because you're already on the 17th. Um, and uh, hopefully the majority of the players, uh, even uh, very casual players uh, who are wanting to actually earn these gates, have managed to do so. Uh, it was extremely plausible uh, to get them. You only needed to complete uh, 35 challenges and you basically had a full month, I think. Was it not? Like 28 days, something like that, in order to complete it. So very, very, very doable. All right. Now, um, talk about the relaunch, of course, because everything comes back to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's inevitable. Um, we did catch a few tweets. Um, now, okay, let me rewind back. Uh, we all know that PAX East was happening uh, past week, right? And uh, the Oslo team with Conan Exiles uh, had traveled, uh, was it in Boston? Yeah, yeah, I think it was in Boston. Um, and uh, presented, did a big presentation uh, of uh, Conan Exiles. And uh, Andy did post on the forums that there will be a meetup of uh, TSW. Uh, players as well if they would like to come by and uh, you know have a little shindig uh, with um, with Funcom developer uh, team and uh, a few of them as we've seen have taken him up on the offer and undoubtedly had an absolutely fantastic time over there I was so jealous that I don't live close by so that I could go as well I would so take a day off. <laughs> oh, definitely. That. No, I, I saw a few players mention that they were out there. I know Ma Masik said something about it. Yes, yes, that it was the highlight of PAX East for him. Yeah, such a shame I wasn't able to go. I would have totally, totally hit up the Funcom team. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, now, there was some talk. Uh, there was probably a couple of years ago, something like that, where uh, some people, some players in the community, I don't know if anything uh, came out of it, but it was all very unofficial and very like under the radar where players started uh, talking amongst each other and were like, well, you know, it'd be cool if we could just like organize ourselves because if our community is good at one thing, it's organizing uh, ourselves into something big. <laughs> True. And... Uh, it was just like, well, you know, we could we could just like have our own convention. <laughs> we don't care anything. It doesn't have to be anything official. We could just like get together and get to know each other outside of the game and just have fun. Um, not sure that something came out of it. I know a lot of players actually 
um, especially in Europe, uh, and Veritas can attest to that. Uh, cabals that are uh, located uh, in a certain country uh, for the most part or you know uh, just a few players who figure out hey we actually live close by they end up meeting on a regular basis which is absolutely fantastic yes if only Canada wasn't as big (laughs) because it kind of presents an obstacle (laughs) I like it. We can call them secret get-togethers. Aww, that would be awesome. The cabal meetups are fabulous. It seems like every week there's somebody or another on Twitter talking about how they met their significant other on TSW2. Yes. So that's also always daw. It is. And the thing is, during, well, in the past almost like five years, I've heard of at least four or five couples. Uh, that have met uh, playing the secret world that are either engaged or have already tied a knot. Um, I don't know how many others have actually, you know, gotten together, whether they're still in relationships or not. But uh, I, I, I just think it's awesome. I wonder if we've had any breakups. Probably. Well, it's sad to say, but, you know, such is life, right? Not everything works out as we hope. (laughs) No, glad to hear about all the get-togethers. Yes. So now back to the relaunch. Um, Funcom's execs, uh, and we're talking like, you know, the upper echelon, the most upper echelon of Funcom, uh, such as Rui Cassais. Um, they have tweeted out, uh, let me see if I can actually, uh, I thought I retweeted that, uh, must look, because they tweeted, um, their excitement with the changes that they have seen, uh, the Durham team present to them when it came to, uh, the relaunch of TSW and, um, they added that, uh, they're, well, not added, but they did say that they were very excited about everything that they have seen. Um, and, uh, you know, which makes me curious. (laughs) Did I talk about that last time? I don't remember. And I'm not sure. I want to. I I've been gone for a little bit between work and everything else. Darn it's evil work. It happens. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about it again. <laughs> ha nope. I'm on oh. it. I'm on okay. it. I'm finding it. Oh, okay. She's finding it. No, I remember when we when we first heard about the relaunch. Um, I had said, you know, it's it's going to be interesting, and I don't know that anybody can guess because they specifically said they were working on, you know, bringing players in and retaining them, um, and that it was going to be really interesting how how they wanted to go about that because a lot of veteran players have you know one idea of what should be done, um, but we we don't see the same numbers and things that the actual team does, right? So. Actually, I was kind of the jerk in that show because everybody was like, oh, I, I hope they do this and I hope they do the other thing. And I was like, I don't even know what they're going to do. <laughs> well, oh. nobody knows. I did find it. <laughs> I uh, shouldn't say jerk. <laughs> Rui... I'm rarely well, a jerk. 
Roy Cassais uh, tweeted, great to be in the NC office this week, checking out the cool stuff the TSW team is working on. And that was on March 6th, so 10 days ago. And there was, there was another one. Keep talking amongst yourselves. I gotta go to March 6th now. Man, I'm stalking these people. <laughs> it's all fun and games until they get the restraining order. <laughs> But no, I didn't think you were being a Ooh, jerk. There we go. <laughs> I'm on a plane. I'm on a plane uh -oh. from a crazy West East Coast one day trip. So worth the time with Funcom, uh, Erling, Roy Cassais, and all. Gaia can still be saved. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, that's not the greatest tweet in the world. Because like, wait. I know. <laughs> it, it needed saving. Well, here's the thing, and let's let's talk about it from the business side of things because as much as we love the game and like i'll always say we're all so passionate about this game and it has been making them money but the question is what kind of money uh yeah what from we don't have the necessary metrics so that we can specifically point out and say well this is making the money so therefore they should make more of this right so it's it's kind of it opens everything to speculation because, like you said, Griff, we don't know what information they are dealing with in hand. So we can only speculate and, ah, oh, man, as much as I love a good <laughs> speculation and, you know, debate on what could and could not be, uh, I'm more inclined not to, not to, like, speculate anymore because, and here's, here's the thing. Remember when uh, the Museum uh, of the Occult came out? Remember the hype about that? Like, hey, we're working on something new. And people went completely apeshit. Oh my gosh, there were all sorts of uh, suggestions on what people are working on, what the dev team was working on. And then Museum came out and we're all stumped. Like, okay, of all the things, we didn't think that you'd be working on that. But hey, cool. <laughs> Yeah, we'll take it. All right. All right. Uh, one of the people listening to us um, is uh, making a reference to um, the tweet that I just mentioned. Gaia can still be saved. Uh, <laughs> they're thinking it's the second season because uh, Samael says that Gaia is dying in the last quest. So it's the answer to it. Well, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Well, a lot of things would make sense, right? Whether or not they're going to fall in line with uh, with what is uh, actually happening behind closed doors. Uh, I would love to be a fly on the wall, on the wall over there. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, and especially in this community, we're so used to digging out all of the details and trying to figure out where they lead. Like, we, we, can, we can find logic for anything, I think. Yeah, but it's easy to speculate co co uh, collecting, connecting this yes. dot to that dot to that yes. dot. But it, everything is open to interpretation, right? Absolutely everything. Uh, what we know right now is that we'll have more information at the end of March and that the game will be relaunched. Um, we know that there are going to be changing the business model. 
um, well, not maybe not changing, but they said model business model adjustment. Yeah, uh, and yeah. they are aware of the risk. Um, so hopefully, uh, their risk the risk that they might be taking on with all these uh, things that are coming up is going to be worth it. Uh, fingers crossed for that. But remember one thing, guys. Uh, the dev team has never failed has never failed to impress us with their ingenuity, with their dedication, and with their hard work on this game. We know that they are uh, equally as passionate about this game. Um, true, I can see the point where uh, what others are saying, well, all the money is going to go to Conan Exiles because this is like their favorite child right now. It's already made them back the money that they invested in it. Um, so they're going to pour more into it. And from a business perspective, this is a business that employs a lot of people, people who are feeding their families <laughs> who are working there. <laughs> yeah. So from a business perspective, is that a good decision? Hell yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's a little bit of fear uh, coming from us that, you know, oh, someone's going to take away the game that I love to play. But no one is talking about that. They're just no. talking about relaunching the game, how they're going to repackage everything. Uh, we'll find out later on if they're going to repackage everything. Well, that's what relaunch is. Um, so hopefully uh, it'll be something that a much broader player base uh, feels inclined to visit or even revisit and stick around with. Well, and that's the thing. Everybody likes... Anytime a game talks about changing anything, um, it's it's hard for players and they get worried, but you need to keep people coming into the game. And the company needs to be a business, because if the company goes out of business, you don't have your game anymore anyway. That is right. That is right. And here's the thing. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, some of you uh, have seen the poll that Massively OP yeah. uh, posted. And uh, it was about the relaunch of TSW. And they wanted, to, they wanted players to uh, respond to this question. Will TSW's changes entice you to play? Now, at this point in time, we don't know what changes those are. Uh, all we know is that there, something is changing uh, to what degree and in what way, we, we still don't know. Um, the, um, oops. the answers that were given for players to vote on was, I currently play TSW and will probably keep playing after relaunch. I currently play TSW and will probably stop playing after relaunch. I currently play TSW and am uncertain of my future in the game because of relaunch. I used to play TSW and will probably return after relaunch and then not return and uncertain of the future in the game because of the relaunch and then I've never played TSW and will probably try it after relaunch and then not try it after relaunch and then I've never played TSW and am undecided. 
on relaunch. So, so far, um, 946 people have, players have voted in it. And the biggest, uh, by far the answer, um, selected, 46% uh, of those who answered the poll said, I used to play TSW and will probably return after launch. What do you think that suggests? Um, I know, not not directly to respond, but related. I've had a few people contact me that back back when we had like buddy codes. Um, I've had a few people contact me and be like, "Hey, you know, I I tried that buddy code you gave me, and I couldn't quite get into it. But hearing that they're going to relaunch, I'm really curious to try again, which is kind of awesome." I think it's a great thing. I think these are these are great results. Yeah. That uh, that the community or the community of people who either you know are playing or have stopped playing or have never even tried the game, uh, all all aspects of it say that people are interested, that they're willing to give TSW a shot or they're willing to come back or they're basically just willing to keep playing. Correct. And those, those are the players who are not playing the game right now. So they're not in game. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's not known from this is whether or not they are a GM. Uh, do they do they have a GM account or not, right? Because grandmasters don't have to pay a subscription uh, under this uh, current business model, right? Well, I mean, nobody has to pay a subscription, but No, yes. true. All I meant was whether or not they were contributing uh, gotcha. to the overall economy of the game. Now, the second uh, highest vote uh, has ended up with 17% uh, or 162 votes so far. Uh, I currently play TSW and will probably keep playing after relaunch. So 17% of those who answered. And then the third one with 8%. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba, where is it? Yeah. <laughs> I've never played TSW and will probably try it after relaunch. Now, 8, 46, and 17, well over 70%, right? Almost, no. Man, I can't do math, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come to think of it, um, the idea of a relaunch of TSW has been something that's been brought up in the forums on and off for a very long time. A lot of players feel like the original launch should have been better than it was. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they've been calling for a relaunch for some time to try to bring people in because it is such an amazing game and not not everybody still even knows it's there. Correct. Correct. A lot of people are like, oh my god, is this game still alive? Really? <laughs> oh god, yeah. Yeah, there's always those. <laughs> but it's it's very interesting. Um, to see the results of this poll. And I have to say, to me, they are encouraging um, because whether or not people are playing TSW now or have played it before or have never played it before, they're willing to, you know, stick with it or give it a go after the relaunch. 
So a lot is going to be riding on that. That's for sure. That's for sure. Okay. Um, Ocho, you had uh, another bit of uh, funny, funny tidbit of information. Not directly TSW related, right? Oh no, no, it's not. It's not Secret World related, really. Um, just, just you know, one of my side hobbies. I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of Disney World, and they're currently having a March Magic promotion, which has T-shirts for all their different attractions as 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 sports teams, or at least in a, in a sports team format. One of which is the Future World Phoenicians, and the T-shirt features a ship with purple and gold sails and purple lettering, and it just reminded, reminded me a lot of uh, a lot of our Phoenicians here in game. So that's <laughs> that's something. <laughs> I'll put the uh, the link to it in our uh, in our Twitch chat. But I just found that interesting. Nice. Everything is true. And I and I was thinking of picking it up just for that reason. Now, um, Jimmy in Twitch chat says, uh, in reply to what our comments were, uh, actually, if you look at their business plan, Funcom's business plan, they specifically are trying not to put all their eggs in one basket, even with Conan's success. They have TSW relaunch and two more games slated. That is absolutely correct. So they're not just going the one route that's making them money and forgetting about everything else. Uh, I'm guessing that there's a lot of players disappointed that uh, Anarchy Online and Age of Conan had gone into maintenance mode. But those games have been out there for quite a while and they're a little bit outdated as well. <laughs> so pending... You know, I don't know how much uh, money they are actually making them, but uh, there does come a point in time where, um, as a business, you have to look at something and go, can we sustain ourselves by maintaining this? If we can't, then we got to cut it loose. Well, and also it's, I, I know people are probably thinking, oh, well, maintenance mode is the first step towards just killing off the game, but it's still maintenance mode and not just killing off the game. Correct. And they have not implied in their um, financial report that they intend to do that in any way, shape, or form. They just posted that, not posted, but they just said uh, they aren't going basically going into maintenance yeah and uh no updates are scheduled uh to be happening in the near future now let's talk about this relaunch from a perspective of a business that is trying to make it successful how would you approach i now by no means <laughs> people we are not like you know marketing experts or you know uh huge professionals or ceos of big companies so it's not like you know our thoughts are valid this is just us talking like how could how do we think uh this relaunch considering that the initial relaunch was not as successful as it probably could have been what lessons can be learned from that and applied uh, to this relaunch that is going to be happening in the next few months 
or I don't know, the relaunch activities are going to start uh, at the end of this month. So how can they make it a success this time around? What would you say? Well, the first thing that pops to mind is um, making sure all your bugs are fixed or making sure all your major bugs are fixed because uh, that really plagued us in the beginning with, um, but it plagues every game in the beginning. That's not specific, just a, just a secret world. Um, but it does affect whether a community will stick around or not. I know the, the primary way I get into new games at this point in my life is YouTubers, live streamers, and word of mouth from friends. So getting into the, the streaming and the YouTubers and making sure, I don't know if, whether it's advanced copies or just, and they've been really good about supporting live streamers um, and YouTubers, I should mention. Um, yes, but they, I think that's definitely a thing to continue, continue to do. You bring a valid point, Griff, because they have learned their lesson uh, recently with Hide and Shriek, the park. Well, from the park, they learn a little bit, but then they uh, implemented uh, that, uh, considering the live streamers with Hide and Shriek. Uh, they went a step further with Conan Exiles. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have to laugh at the comment that Jimmy put in chat. Uh, someone cracked marketing 101 book this time. <laughs> no, but seriously, like uh, people who are in Twitch chat, uh, what activities uh, would you like to see this time around so that more buzz is generated? And you know what? If you are listening to this episode a few days later uh, than the airing date um, or later on after we're done uh, streaming for the night, uh, do send us your thoughts. Uh, do share those thoughts with us. We'll share it with the community. Um, our email is beyondtsw at gmail.com and uh, we'll read it out. You know, come to think of it, I I missed, I, I got into the game a little later, I missed the initial launch, um, but they did initially do that, do a whole ARG connected with social media when they first launched. I mean, do you guys feel like that was effective? See, like you, I wasn't in game at the time of the <laughs> launch, so I do not know. Yeah, I only I joined later. I necessarily remember that. <laughs> But so I just have a bad the... memory, so. <laughs> so was the ARG, ARG connected to, uh, do you think another ARG would be successful? Or do you think a more uh, conventional uh, marketing approach would be uh, better this time around? Rather than something, you know, big and grand? Because let's face it, it's not a new game. It's something that's been uh, out for nearly five years. So as a gamer, when you don't know that a game existed and you hear about the relaunch, then you go like, well, why did I need to relaunch it? You know, uh, it might pique your interest, but you'd be like, well, why did I need to relaunch it? What, what was wrong with it? <laughs> oh, that's know? fair, yeah. So I'm sure that some will be asking themselves that question. Um, so should they even branded as a relaunch like because they're trying to create a brand almost like again well i mean it's worked for a couple of other games 
uh, off the top of my head, I, I can think of um, Marvel Heroes. They they rebrand, well, heck, they rebrand almost yearly. Or um, <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV. Final Fantasy, yep. Yeah. yeah, Final Fantasy XIV is the, the biggest one because they launched and it was a disaster when they launched. Such as that they even, like, gave everybody refunds and shut the entire game down for a good long period of time. And then their relaunch worked to all to all heck and back. I mean, they uh, yeah. their relaunch was, um, yeah, they, they relaunched to wonderful success. So it's not necessarily relaunching is a bad thing. Um, not not at all. Um, whether it would be as successful as the the other you know couple of games I mentioned, who knows? Hopefully. But uh, there's been a lot of talk in the forums that, um. Connect your thoughts. Connect your thoughts, Griff. You can talk. Um, <laughs> that this is a game that you would think would have more attention right now. Just, um, we've got Stranger Things on Netflix. We've got uh, American Gods coming up. There's a lot of interest in modern day setting, but supernatural stuff. Right. Um, and that getting getting more people to know that this game exists and this is what it does, that this could be very good timing for that because the, the general interest in the topic uh, seems to be there. So maybe like a lot of players have also said um, when you read the comments uh, in article under articles that deal with TSW, a lot of people are saying uh, that while there are a lot, they absolutely love the setting, they love the premise of the game, they love the lore and all that, but it's either the mechanics or the combat that just does not do anything for them. It's boring, uh, quote-unquote clunky was one of the famous words that I think they used. people used to describe the combat for a long time. But we know from uh, from the financial report that they're actually making changes uh, to combat, so that can that can be viewed as a very positive thing for a lot of people who might have been put off by it or might have been bored uh, playing it after a while. Well, what do you think is going to specifically change with the combat? Oh God, I, I wouldn't even try to speculate, to tell you the truth. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, they could go in so many different ways. Uh, it'd be interesting to, think, to see in which way they do go. But uh, which way... I don't, see, I, okay, I'll come out straight and I'll tell you this. I don't think it's boring. For me, it's not boring. Uh, there's I, tons no. of different. I'm sorry, I just very agree. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's not clunky. It's not boring. Uh, <laughs> I actually like it. Um, it was my first MMO, and to me, it was almost intuitive. Like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. So I can have. Okay. All right. So the more builders I use, the more powerful consumers I hit off. Okay. So this, you know, it, it, it was just 
you know when you connect the dots in your head and it's like ta-da right away um i'm not saying i'm a you know any kind of theory crafter out there but i do get it uh i just don't have the patience to spend uh countless hours on end testing different things um that's not why i game i game purely for fun reasons not for the competitive kind uh even though i do like you know to have the most powerful hit out there in the raid or you know in a dungeon which puts a smile on my face of course but uh yeah i do like the combat i i really honestly do i love the ability wheel i love how things can either completely fall apart if you if you use something that does not work well together or you know it works absolutely fantastic if you use it right well here's a question is uh do you think because because the combat is essentially builders and consumers and then you have a whole bunch of other um attacks that that use general cooldowns do you think that this combat change is going to be still sticking with the builder consumer or basically make all attacks into a into a cooldown you mean if, is it are they going to take it to action combat right is it going to be more of a like because i personally see that that's that's a that's a direction that they could take yeah and see uh and move to and to call that a significant combat change it's basically to to ditch the builder consumer and just stick with a straight across the board cooldown See, and to me, quick, when people say action combat, I feel like TSW does that more than other MMOs. Other MMOs, I tend to, I, I hit the buttons in order and I launch my attacks and that's what happens. In TSW, you don't just have, like, an active dodge skill. I mean, you do have an active dodge, but it's not, like, a specific skill. Like, you are moving around you are kiting these enemies and it makes a difference when you kite the enemies and you run around and you i feel like that's much more active than a lot of other mmos i've played which may not yeah. be using the term correctly just that's like my yeah <laughs> <laughs> well oh man i i i really don't know i <laughs> <laughs> There is a big part of me that does not want any changes to be made because yeah. it's like I, I'm, like I said, I'm very passionate about the game, and it's like well, do not touch um, the things that I like about it. But at the same time, from a business perspective, if a lot of the players who are not playing the game, uh, who have tried the game but you know not uh, stayed in it. Or just, who just, after watching a video, just feel like, this is not for me, you know. <sighs> yeah, it's, you remember it's... how they said how they said in their report they did they did a lot of uh, research into what type of games are uh, most popular at the time for what reasons and that's how they decided on what to do with Conan Exiles. I think they might be drawing on a lot of those uh, and a lot of the analysis of that particular research and applying it to TSW. What exactly they've learned 
that they could apply to TSW, only they know. Well, and I'm... I fully believe and understand that a lot of players feel like the... For them, the combat was clunky. It's just not something that I see. I see this is the one game that every single um, every single ability I have, every active, every passive... I'm not a theory crafter either, but I've specifically chosen them because they work well together. And that's not... To a different degree than most other MMOs I play. Right. So what about you, Ocho? What do you think? Or what do you hope? Well, I'm hoping that... Um, I'm hoping that they keep stuff like the ability wheel. And right, like you have all the... Uh, all the abilities that just kind of fit together nicely. That everything can... You can create nice builds without... Um, I guess without having to look something up. That you know, To go to a website and be like, you know, what's, what's the best build? And I guess you can still do that, but... Um, you don't necessarily have to. You can you can figure it out yourself, and I think it's uh, it's easy enough to do that, but it's but it's still tricky enough to that you can go very deep into it. So I still hope they keep the same system. Um, I would hope that the that combat gets a little more. Oh, what's a what's a good word for it? That combat gets a little more hefty. That you know your hits maybe feel a little better. They feel a little more effective. Like in what way you want the screen to shake? You, you know, not necessarily in a screen way? to shake, but <clears throat> um, I don't know. Maybe just like the effect, because there's it does. Uh, I do like the combat. Let me put that first and foremost out there. But I think it is kind of a little floaty, let's say, mm -hmm. where it doesn't have as much of a uh, like a as as much of a visceral feel to it. It doesn't have as much of a. Um, you know, like most of the blade skills are, you know, you're just basically swinging around you and, um... But this what do you do with the sword? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, our, our, what? So, like, maybe, like, enemy reaction? Or like just, you know, the, the amount of time or... in between when you trigger a skill and when the skill actually hits. Or just, you okay. know, maybe, maybe a little sharper animation. Something to just make it feel a little... I don't know. Just to feel a little bit, uh... Uh, more hefty, I guess is. Uh... See, I think I I get what you're saying, but I think it's actually very real worldish uh, combat in TSW. There's none of that fantasy that you you know the, like this big grand movements that almost make you want to throw up sometimes uh, because everything <laughs> moves so fast but you know fair enough if that's your cup of tea that's your cup of tea <laughs> uh, but to me everything in this setting is like it would be in real life including combat animations sure some of those are like you know it, they can get pretty repetitive uh with certain builders for example <laughs> uh <laughs> like uh what's it called um blah, 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 the business uh that i'm using right now uh i well i can't use it i don't have a target to shoot and i unfortunately <laughs> i can't shoot xander because he's a friendly target so it doesn't work <laughs> i can't fire up Is a capper <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I, I to they are real world 
stuff, animations, for the most part. I'm not saying it's 100% by any stretch of imagination, but they are real-life-like. Oh, yeah. I think the animations are fine. I think I'm more... I think I'm more referring to the timing of them. Okay. Because I think that maybe the timing of them can feel a little... can feel a little better. And I mean, but that's a... um, that's this one might just be like a like a personal thing, and that's why some people love the combat and some people some people don't. You know, it just it just doesn't right. uh, you know trigger for some people the same way it triggers for others. Well, Ocho and I were talking before the show um, that I kind of love that in this game. Like I I am technically like end game geared at this point, not uber, but you know end game geared. And I can still run around in, like, Blue Mountain, and if I'm not paying attention and I get too many ads on me, I, I can totally die. I can die. And in, like... other M- and in other MMOs, I go back to earlier areas, and I just, I stand in one place and I shoot things. And then they're dead. So, I don't know, there's just... <laughs> and and Ocher's right, like, some people the combat really clicks, obviously I'm one of them, and some people it doesn't. But it just, it always felt so, like, you need to pay attention to what you're doing more than in other games. Yeah, you need, you to, need to use your know brain. where you're standing and know who you're aggroing and really keep track of what's going on. That's true. Like, one of the, uh, one of the phrases that, I don't know, tends to, tends to grind my gears a bit is, um, is the term rotation. And I always feel like in... In other games where you have like you know so many skills and it's like oh well you just do this rotation and you'll win every time this is the most optimal rotation of your skills you know one two four three you know yeah um that that only works if you're basically not being harassed enough by by the mobs if you're only you know the mobs aren't forcing you to move if you're just standing still and standing stock so uh in tsw that's one of the one things i like about it is I mean, I guess yeah. If you're standing still, you could have a you could have a rotation. Um, but for the most part, you're not standing still. You're moving around. You're you know, you're you're avoiding the the big attacks, which you know, if you're down on the low hit points, are are big big attacks that uh, you can't just rely on a specific uh, series of keys to do your combat for you, basically. Yeah. Yes, that. Right. Well. In two weeks' time, we're going to find out a little bit more, probably not, (laughs) to to the uh, exactly what kind of combat we're going to have, uh, what kind of changes made to combat. Uh, But now I'm losing my voice again because I've talked so much, and uh, it's going to be kind of hard to talk tomorrow. (laughs) So I think we're going to close the show. and on this note and uh yeah if you guys have any kind of uh speculations of your own um any thoughts of your own on the relaunch on uh, how you think uh, they can make it better um how you think uh, they might be able to approach it uh, so that the game is uh, more successful uh do share your thoughts with us uh, beyond tsw at gmail.com we will read them out on air um with your permission of course and uh yeah so like we said in the beginning um more information and that's directly coming from andy 
um, who has mentioned this on the Conan Exile stream during PAX East. Uh, more info on the relaunch on TSW will be coming out at the end of the month. So it is 16th today or 17th for some of you. Um, so it's uh, two weeks away. Keep your fingers crossed. Uh, until then, enjoy the game as much as you possibly can. Look forward to the changes. Uh, don't stress. Uh, our development team has uh, surprised us on more than one occasion um, with their uh, passion for this game. I have no doubt that no matter what the changes are, whether I personally end up liking them or not, um, they will be for the good of the game. So until next week, the 23rd of uh, March, when we are going to be uh, a little bit closer to finding out more on the relaunch, uh, this is Beyond the Veil signing off for today. Have fun gaming, guys. Bye. Take it easy, everybody.